Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my god, this is not a drill. I repeat, this is not a drill. You have Kenny, you have Carlo, you have Bamba. There is a three-headed goat on the loose, and they are about to come to you. You got sports, you got anime, you got media, you got entertainment. The same convo, baby. Tap Okay, now it's time to conversate. Same convo on your airwaves. Bamba came to entertain and Kenny talking anime. Carla coming with the sports, they changing lives in major ways. You was tweaking out if TAC ain't on your playlist. If you come and listen, then you listen to the best. They not worry about the others, cause they better than the rest. Kenny, Carla, bomb, but they put the others to the test. New episode flow, now tap in to see what is next. One of the biggest debates in the NBA right now is who is more de- deserving of the MVP award, Giannis, Jokic, or Joel Embiid? So today, that's what we'll be answering, and we'll also be presenting you the same convos, odd NBA award. But before we jump into that, the boys and I, being Kenny Carlo and me, We'll be talking about our NBA team, which is the LA Lakers, and our odds of making it to the playoffs. Boys, how y'all feeling? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. I'm not uh, Kenny's not Kenny, Kenny, you're not for my intro? I was confused. <laughs> I don't care, Kenny. <laughs> We've had a set routine for over a year now. He's trying something different, Kenny. It's season fucking two. We already got an intro in the intro, in the music. What more do you need? But let's talk about the Lakers. Now, our last game was against the Chicago Bulls. And I don't know if y'all watched the game. I did. But it was quite pathetic, to say the least. (laughs) Patrick Beverly showed up and showed up. But what I really want to know is, looking at the schedule that we have ahead of us, do y'all think that we will be making it into the planes, the playoffs, or will we be missing it? Wait, wait, wait. So who's on the schedule? So we have a game against the Chicago Bulls again, and then we're playing OKC, the Suns, the Pacers, and the Jazz. So we're losing to the Suns. 
We're not. We just lost to the to the Chicago Bulls, by the way. We we just, we just lost to the Bulls, but we just beat the Suns too. Uh, they're not going to have DeAndre Ayton and Kevin Durant. Uh, by the by okay, that time, yeah. by that time, uh, rose around. So I think realistically, I see us either because they know they know what time it is. LeBron's back. Um, yes, they they let one go. Um, against the Chicago Bulls, and I honestly think it was just trying to. Everybody was trying to kind of instead of playing the way they've been playing without LeBron. They right. were trying to like incorporate him into the new system and everything. And people, you you really saw one. It was a lot of turnovers. They had like twenty six turnovers in the game. Um, so you got a lot of turnovers, and then you also everybody that was that are is usually scoring and things of that nature just felt it felt kind of passive. Right. Um, it felt like AD was being kind of passive. Austin Reeves wasn't in his uh in his usual groove. Um and LeBron, he's he put up nineteen. He was six, uh, I think eight for eleven, something something like that. But also like he's just trying to get his routine back. Only put up nineteen points. This nigga Anthony Davis, bro. And I so let me let me. I'm I'm gonna try not to go too much on the tangent. So I see them either going six and one because they got seven games left. Six and one or seven and zero. Oh. They can beat the rest of the teams that they have on the schedule. They beating these teams. They right. just. They just one need to keep playing how they've been playing, and AD needs to step the fuck up, bro. There is no reason. I understand he jammed his fingers a little bit, but then he put up a, a play after that. You feel me? Like you can't be Anthony Davis and score fifteen points, bro. I'm about to tell you can't do that. Like you and and Vucevic got kicked out the first half. <laughs> That so who's you? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You literally now you are literally the biggest man on the court, and nobody is even close to your side. Right. If you didn't perform. They they have the potential. I see us at least making a play in. I don't see us. I see us. I want to say we can clinch that sixth spot, but for how up and down we've been this season, it's right. it's not crazy to say that we won't get it. But I think we'll get a play in. I don't think. I think we've done too much work at this point to even miss the plan. Because if we miss the plan and don't go to the playoffs at all, that shit's sorry. So my question is, how do you explain a team of players who, I guess, never played with each other? You know, they just got a bunch of new guys coming in and doing better than when LeBron is actually on the court. I mean, what's the name? With the the new guys. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. With the uh new players that they got when LeBron was there, they went three and zero with LeBron. And since LeBron's been out, they've had a, a winning record, and they've right. had a fluid system. It seems like now Darvin Ham has a a set starting lineup and a set closing lineup, and so it would just I don't I don't think them being new is going to be a problem. Yes, they have to find rhythm, but if you watch that group play. It looks like they found their rhythm and roles really quickly. The only right. thing that is fucking them up is fucking Anthony Davis. I will say, Anthony Davis, these past like three to four games, he's make him, it him, him, make him, it him, feel me like him. Him, he's sold a majority of those. Oh, bro, I'm glad you said the word sold. He sold majority <laughs> of those either by not performing uh, in the box score or uh, what's the name. 
the poor, you're supposed to be one of the best defense players this league has seen. There's no way you fouled, uh, uh, you fouled that nigga on a three point shot, bro. Like, you talking about Kevlar? Yes. That was silly. That was so silly. That game, he really sold. Because not only did he foul him, mm-hmm. you went ahead and missed one of your free throws. Facts. And then on the defensive end, you were just sacked. Nobody knew what he was doing. Why are you double teaming? Uh, why are you triple teaming Kyrie everywhere? He already right. has two people on him. You're triple teaming. Triple teaming. And Maxi Cleaver wide open. Clipped. He lost the same shot in two separate games. Lit. My God. But I think think Carlo, you sum it up the best way. Because I feel like for me personally, the biggest issue we've had is Anthony Davis. And it's not really – because we all can acknowledge that Anthony Davis is a number one talent. There is, In my opinion, there's not a big man that's more skilled than Anthony Davis. Maybe we can say that Joel Embiid is a better big man, but that's just because he's specifically a big man. But Anthony Davis can do so much more. Right. Now, looking at him, he be coming on the floor. And instead of you just dominating, like, AD has two types of plays. Some nights you see him, he'll go off, like, put up numbers. But then some other nights, the Lakers will win because he chose to fall back and just let the other people play. And I feel like you got to find that middle ground where you're able to, like, contribute or, like, turn it on. But for him, it's either on or it's completely off. And now when LeBron comes, like, we also know that uh, he does not, like, really – want to be the number one man too. So when LeBron comes here, I feel like it already kind of sets in his mind, okay, Brown is back. And that's why he really fell back like that. And I don't I don't appreciate that at all. I feel like unless he changed, we don't really have a big chance to win because he's really, like I said, he's the number one talent. He's the person that we are supposed to count on. He's supposed to be the player, like the leader of the team. But we don't have that. And you can't expect LeBron to do that anymore. Because his body is failing, like we're seeing it. Facts. If this was, if, if this was 2018, Bron, this would be another conversation. Different story. We different story. We would not be even be talking about it. Facts. But so, it's just my fault. My fault. Go ahead, Bomba. No, go ahead. No, but, I was just, <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, you hit the nail on the head when you're saying Anthony Davis is supposed to be our number one. He's a number one caliber guy. He's the only number one caliber guy in the league that doesn't want to be a number one caliber guy. And I don't understand if it's the mindset, it's the fear. If I push it every night, if I do play hard every night, I'm more, more uh, uh, capable to get injured. Um, I just, that's exactly what it is. Like you got to understand understand that Carlo, both of us notice from experience injuries don't play just a physical so it's a mental thing too like you don't want to feel that pain you don't want to have to go through surgery again who knows he might not be all the way healed from physical therapy or whatever he might still have a hitch he might still have something that doesn't feel all the all the way right so i think you gotta give anthony davis give I think we can't let we can't let go of the moments that we see from him that look like old ad you know what i mean He's low-key up there in age, too, now. Like, he's been in the league. He's not old, old, but he's, especially with his injuries, he's old for big man-wise, one, because being a big man already limits your your, uh, longevity in the league. Two, he's already had, what, more than a handful of injuries, especially to his his lower half, like his legs, his ankle, his foot. All his weight and pressure on those those parts of his body. So who's to say that AD's even 100% healthy anyway? So I think resting the Lakers' hopes and dreams on old LeBron and 
injury prone, injury trying to recover from Anthony Davis is just not going to be. That's just not. I think I think that you made a good point, but I agree to it in a different aspect. I think the injuries are not playing a part physically. It's more mentally. It's more of him thinking, oh, I might be injured or I could get injured. Because really, those injuries are not like as present as, like, you know, as you, like, you know, to him, it's not bothering him. Like, we know that, for example, LeBron is hurt when he's on the floor. We know that that ankle is like something that's bothering him, something that he can aggravate again and, and, and again. But with AD, it's sometimes like he will twist his ankle, whereas other players would probably be on the floor. AD will be cautious and miss three weeks or four weeks, and you're just like, what's really going on? And really, too, like, put in the work. I feel like for other players, it's very easy to see us put in the work towards their body, but I have never seen AD, like, like in any format during the offseason show up, like, okay, I'm trying to do this to better this. Maybe he's doing, like I said, but I don't know. He's never been a big media guy. Like, there's only time you see AD in the media is when he's playing in a game. There's no else off. You don't like following the off the court. We don't know anything about Anthony Davis. And we do. We know quite a lot. I feel like for it, like the covers of his wedding, his just his life. But he shows more about himself than he shows about basketball. Like yeah. I, the only workout of AD I've seen where he where he was walking and like dribbling, making shots. I'm like, that's not even like in game motion. I'm not. I'm not even talking about that. Like I can't agree because anytime the NBA is coming back or it's about. Anything off the court in practice, we see LeBron in practice. We see we see clips of LeBron doing. He's LeBron. Look, he's looking like he's back. LeBron get ready for the uh, the next season with the woo. We know how much money LeBron spends on his body. We know LeBron's family. We know all this stuff about LeBron, but we don't get that type of coverage on AD. We don't know what AD does. We know what type of like physical therapy or body recovery methods he uses. We don't know none of that. Right. So it's different. That's what I'm saying. That's basically what I was saying, though. You said it. We see a lot of AD. We like, we I'm saying you see a lot of him in his life. Like I'm saying, when AD got married, you seen the coverage that of it. Count. Of course, the, that, the, his marriage. That's, what I'm trying to do with that's basically what I said. I'm saying in the offseason, you see LeBron doing things. You see LeBron have coverage. And it's not necessarily like just LeBron having coverage. Other people will go find LeBron in jeans and stuff like that. But you've never seen that of AD. That's what I was saying. Okay. Okay. I but just, I just think resting the Lakers' future on old LeBron, Andrew Prone, and mentally handicapped, I almost say mentally handicapped, but like mentally, he's not all the way there mentally. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not a, that's not solid, that's not a solid foundation to win a champion in the NBA. We, need, we do need a better foundation. And I, and I need AD to step up because honestly, for me personally, I don't have a good feeling towards this last game because, like we've said, they should be winning. These are games that the Lakers can, like, you know, win. Most of the I games that we lost are the same thing. But I feel like they just don't, like, it's that essence that we're missing. Like, the control of the game. Sometimes you're watching it, and it's just like it's slipping away. Like, Michael Beasley could have a good night. Austin Reeves has a good night. And all the other pieces are doing what they're supposed to do. And then, but while you're watching the game, it's just like, come on, man, we need to get stops or we need to get easy buckets. We're missing those things. Yeah, they're just at the end of the day, they're just too. I I want to say they're more solid than they. This is we we are seeing glimpses of the 2020 team with this team right now. It's just right now, and we can maybe attribute to the attribute this to them being brand new. The games that they did give up, a lot of it, I'm gonna put on AD. 
but also being hotter than cold as a team. But all I'll say is if we underperform and as far as what I mean by underperform is like get to the playoff, lose out second round, first round, something like that. I am scared for the Western conference for this late, this Lakers team, because if they started the season, they'd easily be a number three, number four seed. Oh yeah. I, I believe that easily be a number three, number four seed. Are they going to lose anybody after this season? Anybody a free agent? Anybody's contract over? Not sure. So the only kind I know that D'Lo is already going to be a free agent, so it would be a matter of resigning him or, or pursuing somebody else. Do you think he's going to stay? Do you think D'Lo would? I feel like he would have to take a. I feel like he would stay, but as a as a Laker, Vanderbilt might be available. Kyrie Irving might be available. They gotta go oh, I forgot they, the Lakers are trying to get Kyrie still. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean Vanderbilt. I mean Van Vliet. Fred Van Vliet. But let's move on to the awards. So, like I said, one of the biggest debates in the NBA right now is who is more deserving of this MVP award. And everybody's debating between Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid. And honestly, the real debate is between Jokic and Embiid. So, without giving y'all any context to it, who do you guys have in this race? I got a question. Why is Giannis not in this, really in this debate? Wow. I feel like in terms of stats and leading, it's just really envy that was kind of leading and everybody's like coming at Jokic saying that he's that bad. And so they are just like more favorable in terms of. But my question that. is, my question is. We don't have the answers for your question. Kenny. I'm going <laughs> to so let you know what right question now. Is. You don't even know what question is. <laughs> it's going. <laughs> we don't have the answers. My question is, what team is better between the Bucks and the 76ers? But is it a team? It's, it's an MVP award. I know, but answer my question. The Bucks or the 76ers? The Bucks better are the better team so far? I think Bucks, yeah. The Bucks are a better team. But I would argue the Bucks are a better team because of Giannis. Sure. But he, I, I wouldn't say it's just because of Giannis. Giannis has an overall better team around him versus Joel Embiid. The Sixers might not have as good as a team. As Yan, I mean, as the Bucks and Giannis, but he's more valuable to the 76ers team than Giannis is to his Bucks team right now. And I think that you can't all you you really have to attribute that to who you the team that you have around me. Okay, okay, so I'm gonna do this. James Harden over Chris Middleton. You said what? I'm personally taking James Harden over Chris Middleton now. This year, I would yes, I would. I'll still take him over over Chris Middleton. Yes. Okay. And, and are you taking uh who are you taking over Drew Holiday? Tobias Harris. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey. I mean, it's <laughs> close. It's close. I just know Tobias Harris and I down I, the I, I hope you would say at least Tyrus Maxey, but okay. <laughs> oh no, I'm taking Drew over Tyrese. I'm taking Drew over Tyrese. But Maxey. you're taking Tobias Harris. Is this is Okay, I'm. I'm. It, it, this pick. Pick one. We're not even supposed pick to be one, talking yeah. about this. Pick, pick one. Okay, see, see. Like, this is you. why I tried to stop it. This is exactly why I tried to stop it. <laughs> okay, I'm taking Jokic, but I hate that I'm taking Jokic. Why? Because I feel like the voter fatigue is not a playing in effect for him, like it does for everybody else. LeBron was consistently the best player in the league for. Almost a decade, Four, didn't win. And he didn't, and he didn't win ten MVPs. He should have. 
He should have. So because of voter fatigue, LeBron doesn't even have three in a row because of voter fatigue. Fucking team is a bitch. And that's yeah. it. and it's good that you're making because I think that's what Perk. That's the point that Perk was trying to make on ESPN, and they crucified him. No, it's it's a real real thing because it's a real thing. You know for sure. Here it is, Jokic is about to be win third in a row, but his production and hit what he asked his team. LeBron's been doing that for how long now? But voter fatigue kept him from winning MVPs. But here it is, Jokic, and all of a sudden that doesn't matter anymore. It does not. That's crazy. The Heat were uh, admittedly number two in the East for a very long time to the Bulls, but I don't know. I don't know. I, but I would say Jokic because Embiid and Jokic are synonymous with scoring. There's not that much of a difference. But when it comes to rebounding, it's pretty even. But Jokic is out assisting. And I will agree that I think the 76ers have a better team surrounding Embiid than Jokic does. But Jokic, his, he's leading his team to number one in the in the West. So, Okay. Carla, let me get your answer on that, on that matter real quick. Um, for the longest time, my MVP was Joel Embiid until yesterday. I think yesterday. That's what I'm saying. Just how the MVP race has been going these past few months. This was because I'm pretty sure they're not playing again after this. This was the supposed to be the matchup between Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, and this matchup probably would have made a huge difference in the MVP race and the MVP voting. But Joel Embiid didn't show up. So I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and without any more explaining, go with Jokic. You know, voter fatigue's a bitch, but somebody who's as valuable as he is to his team, um somebody who has who is as valuable as he is to his team, um, mm-hmm. and the numbers and the stats that he put up, like everybody used to call Russell Westbrook a walking triple double. No, Nikola Jokic is Jokic is bad, literally more <laughs> literally a walking triple double. Literally. Yeah, Jokic is the MVP. So, my thing is, I agree. I definitely agree with what you said about yesterday. Yeah. MB ducked that smoke. He ducked it bad. But but I also got to rely on what Kenny said. And I feel like as long as somebody's proven to be the MVP, give it to him. Give it to him. In terms of, like, scoring right now, I think MB got it. In terms of rebounding, they're very close. Mm-hmm. In terms of assist, we know Jokic got it. Him. But in terms of team success, too, they're both doing the things that they're supposed to. And I think that at some point they had asked Embiid how he felt about the race. And I feel like it's not just about this season, but also the past season, especially especially last season. I was I was I thought Embiid had it in the bag uh, when he came to the MVP race. But then the person I feel like sums it the best is Giannis, where he says that he feels like the MVP has changed over time. Like, what is the MVP really? Is it the most valuable player to their team? Is it the most valuable player overall? Is it the most, is it the better scorer, the better passer? So what is it really? What are we giving it to Jokic for? You know, like if we've been able to give it to him in the past season where he was not, you know, the top top scorer or even the top in assists and stuff like that. So really it makes you think. And personally, like I said, I'm so I'm so I think I'm gonna so rock with Embiid. 
simply because of the simple fact that if you feel like this player is the most valuable player to their team, that should be the only criteria we go with. Even what happened yesterday, I could even see his frustration because for the longest he's been talking about it, he said, I'm done with it because, like, you know, I'm not going to get my flowers. And really, we know why. Facts. So that's where I'm leading on that debate. But if y'all ready, we can jump into these NBA Art Awards. This will be quick, I promise. The Art Awards. Okay. I'm scared. They're odd. They're very odd. But I'm going to start it off easy. So one award that we don't see is concerning in-game dunks. So I wanted to know, in your opinion, who is the best in-game dunker? Of all time. Of all Wait, time? Of all time? It, it has to either be uh it has to either be Blake Griffin or LeBron. Of all time in game dunk. Vince Carter. Blake Griffin or LeBron. I'm still going LeBron or Blake Griffin. Vince Carter. Oh, I, I even think of Blake Griffin, but you got you got something there. Blake, that's what I'm saying. I'm We're talking I'm yes, he yes, him. yes, he can. Yes, he can like yes, he can dunk the ball crazy, but he's more known for his dunk contest. You feel me? Like who's more known for they they literally people are literally mad at LeBron for not doing the dunk contest. No, LeBron really fumbled for that. Like I that if LeBron yeah. ever gets like gets like hated on for anything, I'm on that train that he should have done. <laughs> the reason the dunk contest sucks now is because of LeBron. Like hundred percent. He's not the reason. He's the reason, bro. He's not the reason. Bro, the dunk contest used to be full of stars. Now I be niggas, you don't even know their name. Speak for yourself. <laughs> he said speak for yourself. Le- LeBron or Blake Griffin, that's my answer. I think I think Blake. I'm thinking more of Blake or Dwight Howard. I'm still going Vince Carter. Yeah, I think Blake. But Blake, Blake, Blake's, yeah, I even think of Blake. That man got way too many disrespectful dunks, especially how he used to do pop so. <laughs> Yeah, Blake got it. Blake got it. Blake got it. So the next one is the best flopper in all of the NBA. Chris Paul. Who does that go to? Chris 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 Paul. Chris Paul, one million percent. Huh. It's either him or Marcus Smart. I was thinking Marcus Smart. That man be... Be getting caught flopping. That's like it's bad. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Kenny on Chris Paul. All right, so this one is a bit long, but bear with me. I'm gonna give you a few NBA teams' name. These teams have never won the NBA championship. Now, I want y'all to tell me which one you think is least likely to ever win a championship. <laughs> so we got the Pacers, the Pelicans. Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magic, the Clippers, the Jazz, Hornets, Nuggets, Suns, Memphis, and OKC. As the team, you said least likely to ever win a championship. Ever win it. Ever? The Brooklyn Nets, for sure. The Brooklyn Nets, for sure. <laughs> out, out, of, out of all those teams, they're one of the teams that really don't. It's like they got some picks. And they they can build a foundation, but this is gonna be like their third time trying to build a foundation. Because y'all remember when they first went from New Jersey to Brooklyn, who did they get? Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Joe Johnson, and they thought that was gonna be 
They thought that was going to compete. It was, was all. Awful. It was all two seasons away from retirement. Trash. All. <laughs> of it. So yeah, and then they then they tried it again with the and it was supposed to go well. Honestly, they just had a whole bunch of bullshit going on. Kyrie, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. That, in my opinion, that was their best chance ever. And they folded. Literally. You had two niggas that won with other people, won championships with other people, and a James Harden that is that is allergic to the playoffs. It's it wasn't gonna happen. It's not gonna it's Brooklyn Nets. I feel like there's a curse on that team, and it's real. Yeah, I'm going with the Brooklyn Nets. Kenny, <laughs> who you think? They Most really got to never win. Kevin Garnett and Joe Johnson. Y'all got to think about that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was their, that Kenny. That was the move. That was the moves that they made. If they were young, that'd have been crazy. <laughs> and that's probably. I think that's when they gave up the picks that ended up bringing uh. Paid them to the Celtics. Young versions of them would have been crazy on the team. Facts. But they had the old ones. I'm Joe still think, I still think oh they're getting bitched by Miami. I still think they're getting bitched by Miami. Wait, you talking about young versions of them? Yeah. I'm still I still think yeah, I'm still taking current Miami? No, no, no. The Miami. No, no, no. LeBron James, D Wayne, and, uh... and Bob. Oh, okay. I was about to say that that's team is smoking this Miami. Like, now, now, the, now that Kevin Garnett and Bosch matchup, that that'd be one. Joe Johnson, though, that being. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Young KG versus Chris Bosh. Young KG is destroying Chris Bosh. Oh, thanks. Young KG destroying. Yeah, he gonna talk shit. Chris Bosh is weak up here. He said, all you got to do is call him Bosh Spice and it's over with. (laughs) (laughs) Bosh is weak up here. Kevin Garnett was going to destroy him. I ain't going to lie. I I understand what you're saying, and it's hard to disagree and argue that. I'm saying. I feel like Chris Bosh ain't going to get. And I'm not going to lie. D-Wade was going to struggle with Joe Johnson. The ISO is going to be hard. The ISO is going to be. Vicious six eight. There's there is literally nowhere. There's literally nowhere, no way, and no how that Joe Johnson ever played on a level that Dwayne Wade has played at. Ever? Ever. No, but I'm saying as hey, far I'm as talent wise, but it's gonna be a back and forth affair, Carl. It's not as one sided as you think. I understand. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Is not stopping Joe hold Johnson. Hold on. Hold on. And, and, and Joe Johnson's not stopping D Wade. Do you remember that? That's D-Wade? Fine. It's gonna be a back and forth affair. Right. I agree with that. That's fine. But, but Joe that, Johnson is like a mixture of Kobe with Carmelo. But I, the only thing I'm saying is I'm <laughs> – Joe Johnson is not putting 30-plus on, on D-Way's head. So, versus when, when – he, he, he might. He might. Y'all are, y'all are acting might. like Joe Johnson was a pinnacle. He was a great player. But, no, he's not that. He's not that. He's a great ISO player. There's no – there's no way. There's no way that y'all are going to sit here and tell me that Joe Johnson would put 30-plus on D-Wade's head. What he, I'm thinking it's going to be a back and forth. I listen. It, it, I it has to be that one special game. Yes, that one game. But that's not – I'm not going in thinking Joe Johnson about to, about to body D-Wade. No. <laughs> Never. No. That's true. He, he's, not, he's not like your top player, but – that boy's like that. D, yeah, put some respect on D-Wade's name. That man led no, his team to D-Wade a championship. D-Wade is the third best 
two guard all well, time. What are all time. Oh, my God. Remember that. Wait, what is Iso Joe is the is the third best what all time? I said D Wade is the best. I, I understand. Guard. What is Iso? What is the third? What is he the third best at? That that the, the third best isolation play <laughs> ever. <laughs> That man's name is ISO. His name is ISO Joe for a reason, is all I'm going to say. And now he's in the big three. It's doing work. In the big three. ISO Joe. Okay, all right. So what I'm going to say is the least likely team. I just can't. I want to say the Pacers. That's who I was going with. I can't see the Pacers holding up that trophy ever. Because what are they doing? They never make moves that make sense. As soon as they start to figure it out, they fuck it up. Why should mm-hmm. trade, uh, what's his name? Halliburton. Why should do it? The, they gonna like, do it. You got to think about it. The Pacers' biggest players to ever play is is Reggie Miller and Paul George. Paul George. They haven't had any stars bigger than that ever. They might never. They always manage to. We had Vita Oladipo was looking like he was gonna be that thing, and then boom, that disappeared. And to me, Reggie Miller is the most overhyped, most overplayed out superstar of all time. He was he was a good shooter, but that's it. He was not like that. This man, I was watching a clip, uh, watching a TikTok. This man was six seven. There's not one single high of this man dunking, not one. How are you six seven and you can't dunk? No. Oh man. <laughs> Come on, man. No. So I cannot see the Pacers ever lifting that trophy. I'm a, I'm a good with Kenny on that one. The Pacers, I think, yeah, I can't. I don't know what they do. I think it's more of a management issue. They never manage to just do the right thing. I just can't see what direction they aiming to go towards. But so before I give you actually my the line the final award, while I was looking these up, I found some interesting. So I have a question for y'all. In y'all opinion, what NBA player in NBA history has the most L's under his belt? Oh, and I'll give you a hint. That's easy. Brandon Knight. Are we no? Are we, are we talking about we're talking we talking about like about, actual loot, like actual, like actual losses, or? games losses? Yes. Regular okay. season playoffs or overall? Over overall in all of uh in all of NBA history. And I'll give you a hint. Like I said, his name was mentioned earlier. He's one of the he's also a retired player. One of you, you have a very memorable image of him in your mind. You said we we just mentioned him. Yeah, we just talked about him uh, earlier. You said retired. That's to either be Reggie Joe or D Wade. No, neither three of them. Those are only retired players we talked about. Who else we talk about? We did. We, we talked it, about him. Is it? Is it Paul Pierce? Is it Paul <laughs> Pierce? <laughs> I would be happy if you were him. <laughs> It's not. It's not popular. I said, wait. You said it's not. Yeah. Think more up north. Do I have? It can't be Dwight. No. I said, think more up north. We mentioned him. Yeah, we just talked Ooh, about him. Y'all talking? mentioned him. Chris Barnett. We talked about him in one of the. That would be too easy, though. We talked about him in one of the uh, best in-game dunkers. Vince Carter. Damn. Vince <laughs> that boy Vince has the most L's in NBA history. Where did where did where he play? He played in Toronto. He played in ATL. He he played in. I was talking about. I was referring to Toronto when I was like thinking thing more up north. Brooklyn. He played in Brooklyn too, or yeah, he played. He in played Brooklyn. for the Hawks. He played in in Brooklyn with Richard Jefferson. Or it was New, it was New Jersey. It was New Jersey. New Jersey at Jersey. that point. 
Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That that's believable because he he's been part of some pretty ass teams. But I right, the final award. Now in the NBA, one of the biggest awards is the most is is the MVP, most valuable player. Mm-hmm. So what I want to talk about is the MHP, the most hated player. It's gonna be two parts to this. Okay. What I want to do is you give me one that you feel like is the most hated. But doesn't deserve the hate, and you give me one that you feel like should get the hate. Oh, clear There's a clear answer for that. Doesn't deserve the hate. What LeBron? LeBron. Yes, LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. LeBron James. How how I would like to compare this? If you watch wrestling, he has the John Cena effect. And what I mean by that is, there's a lot of people that like John Cena, but there's a lot of people that don't like John Cena. You hear in the the entrance. In the crowd every day. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. I I don't know. For some reason, in this day of age, these past few years, it is popular to hate mm-hmm. on uh uh prominent the yeah the prominent greats. You know, people especially because LeBron doesn't. Was he like? What does he do that that people hate him for? Open schools, like open schools, like make a billion. <laughs> Being a great father, like Open hospitals, being a, a twenty-year, the face of the NBA for twenty years, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know, but I, I'm glad we can all agree that uh, LeBron. LeBron is the one that gets the most hate, but doesn't deserve it. The most hated player overall, I feel like we can agree on this too. It's that nigga Dylan Brooks, bro. Uh, I, bro I'm glad we got the same answers, man. I don't like that. Nigga. I hate him. I hate Dylan Brooks, bro. I, Dylan. I got a second one. I got two, honestly. Who's Ooh. your second? I got Dylan Brooks and Grayson Allen. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the only reason I don't hate him as much is because he, he kind of disappeared. I think I think it's because the NBA told him when he got here, he was like, "Hey, that shit that you pulled in college, don't you try that shit." Oh, and, he did it to Caruso. I mean, he he he's been. I was about to say he did what he broke Caruso's finger or something like that. He like broke his collarbone or something. I can't remember. Yeah, so he he's Ooh. he's gotten away with a few, but not as much as he as he had in college. That nigga was a menace. Oh my but god, nah, Dylan Brooks rocked this shit, bro. Somebody really should have rocked this shit. Somebody should have rocked Dylan Brooks' ass. Like punching a nigga in in the nuts, punching people like especially old teammates of yours, and then just being out here like talking about as a young player, you just can't come into the league and just start disrespecting like not only one of the greatest players, but somebody that's been in the conversation for the GOAT, like the greatest of all time. Oh no, LeBron is easy to guard. I can just let him let him go, bro. You look slow. We did to Donovan Mitchell. This man literally looked at him, rolled over, and tried to hit him in the nuts, bro. Literally, I'm like, bro, come on, man, bro. And then, like, for you to not be able to, as a player, to not be able to back up most of what you're saying, that I hate, bro. This man said, this man was talking shit to Draymond Green, and then there was a clip of him saying, "I want to come in and be." (laughs) Nah, that was pitiful, (laughs) bro. That was just sad to just go back and forth. Yeah, but no, I hope to be a LeBron, uh, a Draymond Green for my team. I was like, that is sad, dog. I remember reading. He's your daddy. I remember reading a tweet that said Draymond going punch, uh, punch that nigga Dylan Brooks like he did Jordan Poole if they meet in the he play. He need to. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, a Memphis, this Memphis team. I hope they get Stephen Adams back because you want to see the full force. They need him. If they get Stephen Adams back, that Memphis team versus this Golden State Warriors team, that's going to be a playoff movie. I don't. I want them to lose. Who I feel like it's, it's it's bad. That's bad for the for the Warriors though. If they get Stephen Adams and Wiggins is not back, 
that's bad for the Warriors. That's bad news. <laughs> Facts. I I hate this. I hate this this Grizzly team just because of Dylan Brooks. I don't want them to win shit. Yeah, Dylan and Brooks deserves this. I said I'm now a Steph Curry fan. Wait, what'd you say? Y'all, y'all, forgot, y'all forgot I said if the Warriors win this series, win this championship, I will become a Steph Curry fan because Steph Curry really got it out the mud for that last championship. So I'm now a Steph Curry fan. You don't remember me saying that? Oh, I, you said what? You said it on the show? I said it on the show, yeah. So you're a Steph Curry fan now? Yes. Ah. He he won it without having a crazy super team. So, yes, I'm giving Steph Curry his flowers. Do you, do you, the Warriors are still a super team. He didn't have no OD team. Like he really got it. He got the finals. Do you remember how you he, had, you he had, got listen. the finals MVP? That man was hooping. Do you he really? Was hooping. I'll give it to him. This is the best version of Steph Curry we had in a minute. But you still this... had Clay Thompson. You had Jordan Poole. You had Gary Payton. That was balling out of his fucking mind. I'm he sorry. This, this, this version. This version, <laughs> this version of the Warriors is arguably, I'm going to say arguably because I'm not totally is arguably arguably just as good as that 73 and 19. Arguably just as good. Tell me tell me which pieces on that 73 and 19. I'm gonna give you a lot of pieces. Okay, give me the pieces. Let's let's compare. What's his name? Barnes. Harrison Barnes. Are you serious? Are you serious? Are the Warriors a bucket? Do you know the Do you know the argument surrounding Harrison Barnes every single year is that he does he has a cheated contract. He cheated this con. He is one of the most paid players and doesn't do shit. That's fine. Never, That's fine. He's never in the conversation. Well, he was he's not a top scorer. Team? He's not a top rebounder. He's not a top assist man. He's barely a hustle player. Stop. That's- it. You're That's right. What, You're that's right. not even his. He's the, most, right. he's the most played play. He's the most played right. player on the Sacramento Kings, and he's Facts. not the best player. Facts. He's arguably the fourth best player. Facts. Good. You made very good points. He, but when he, he was on the Warriors team, he was so good. As soon as they got the KD, team, they, they shipped that nigga off. He was so good. As soon as they got KD, they said, can fuck Harrison Barnes. Can we have a professional conversation, guys? You guys are going to allow we can do when when Harrison Barnes was on that Warriors team, he was doing work. I'm not just talking about what? Harrison Barnes. Let me finish. Let me tell you. You asked me what players. Let me finish my point. Harrison Barnes was doing work. Uh, what's his name? Barboza, who ended up going to the Phoenix Suns, was fucking clutch. Most space. He had no talent. He was doing work for the You're Warriors. You're taking Leandro Barbosa over uh over uh Jordan Poole? Hell no. But listen, the question you said. Is the team was the team better? That team you could count on everybody from A to B. Andrew Bogut was on your lineup. What other team has he be good for? But watch him on the Warriors. So, so you can't you can't account for Andrew Wiggins he, when he started. He, he forgot something account. very important. Steph, now something very important. Steph, Andre Drew, Iguodala. Clay, Draymond. You can't count Andre on Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala was going crazy. Andre Iguodala's on this team. He was better back then than he is. Was he play, is he playing now? <laughs> what? Is he playing now? Yes, he has a rotational piece. Yeah, Andre Iguodala was way better back then. But uh, let me let me under, let me play a picture that Bamba left out a big one. Who? Raymond Green, younger, was way shooting. better, way better on defense back then, and he could shoot. That's back when oh, he had his job. I, I would argue he's a way better shooter, uh, way better shooter than. Uh, 
and than he is now. I, I I can agree with that. He's better as far, too. As far as the defense defensive piece, he he's still the same Draymond. No, he was way, but he was faster. He was, I feel like he was more able. He was, he was, he he was, was faster. And more agile, way better on he was defense. More actually. agile. The, also, let's not forget the the Warriors don't have a good center right now. They had Andrew Bogut and they had JaVale McGee off the bench. Younger JaVel McGee. JaVel McGee who's jumping over the over the crowd for rebounds and dunking. He he was, he was that good. He got so much PT that playoffs, which he didn't. Jarell McGee was making was making hella good plays. He was getting blocks. He was getting rebounds, important rebounds. I'm pretty sure he averaged. I'm pretty sure during the playoffs he averaged three shacked on the fools a week. But hey, there's that. Um, and then you said Andrew Boat. Get the fuck out of here. And, and hold on, wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait what was going There's no way. Let's not talk about healthy Clay Thompson. Let's not talk about healthy Clay Thompson. And I'm glad I'm glad you brought up healthy Clay Thompson because he's arguing he's he's putting up the same exact mirror numbers that he was that season. Clay Thompson was knocking on niggas back then. I, That's true. Like like number one. I just saw Clay, Clay Thompson, Thompson dunk on a nigga a couple weeks ago. What are you talking about? You acted like it was every rip. See, don't say Clay Thompson was dunking on niggas like it was every single rip. No. The amount that Clay Thompson was dunking, like is the same amount that he's dunking right now. That's cap. This is this is That's the only cap. point I'll make to the viewers, if I can. This is the only point I'll make to the viewers. That Warriors team was so good overall. They get this man Carlo Wilson PTSD. Y'all see what y'all seeing here? That's PTSD right here from a Cavaliers fan. <laughs> he don't like these names being mentioned. It's PTSD. That team was like that. It's been seven years. I, I'm over any type of no, PTSD, any type of PTSD because we're talking about the seven three, seventy three and nine Warriors. Because I really don't even have PTSD from that because we won that year. So there's that. Um, all I'm saying is that set this team. I didn't even say. I said arguably just as good. I never said better or anything. Just as good. The pieces and how they constructed right now are just as good as that seventy three and nine team. And I feel like you know what's what's also a clear cut difference from that. That team, like you said, won 70, seven, how many games they won? 73 of them, right? Yes. And how many teams are, how many games are we winning right now? We are not able to win on the road for nothing. And look, look, my only argument is, and you have up and down seasons, you do. But my only, my only argument was, was saying that Kenny was saying that the Warriors are not a super team. That 73 and 19 was a super team. It, oh, for it, sure. They they still have their same three main pieces and arguably better skill players. Bro, they're still they're still they're still a, they're still a super team. And Iguodala's old as dirt now. You can't say they have the same three. They're the same as by name, but they're not the same. Iguodala by- was playing the literally. Iguodala did not start. He didn't start. It doesn't okay, Manu Ginobili didn't start either. He was still great he, off the bench. But but my point is that either. he's playing right the, the same role that he used to. He's, not he's literally good. playing the same he's role. He's not playing. You, 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 Iguodala oh. is like a Udonis Haslam right now. They won the finals right last year. What are y'all talking about? Iguodala is a Udonis Haslam. He's more like a coaching. Again, you have up and down seasons. You can't say they're not still a super team if they have their the th- three main pieces. All three have been all-stars. All three have won individual awards. And then, and then, if they Udonis won the champion. The they team. won the championship last year. Iguodala didn't make the All Star team. I'm talking about your three main players. Who are your three main players on the Warriors, Kenny? Are you talking about Draymond, Draymond, Steph, and Clay. 
I've been saying that the whole time. It was Draymond an all-star You last brought year? up – yes, Draymond was an all-star. What the fuck are you talking about? I got to look this up. Are you serious? You don't know who, that off the top who of your drafted, head? Who drafted Draymond Green? Let me talk to that guy. <laughs> well, anyway. Anyway, while Carly is gone, let me go ahead and, uh, and take the opportunity to make a point. My thing is, I feel like that that Warriors team was just too deep, and this Warriors team is lacking a lot. If Andrew Wiggins was present, maybe we could have that argument. But with him being gone, Iguodala is like a United has him at this point. He doesn't really play. He's more like a, of a coach, a voice in the locker room, I feel like. Uh, Jordan Poole, very talented. He is not at, like, to them, to the Warriors. It's like they chose Klay Thompson over him. Very talented kid. I'll give you that you got three superstars in, for sure. Curry, Thompson, Jordan Poole. That I can agree to. But in terms of the team, I feel like that one was way better built. True, you got talents like Kaminga right now rising up. You got Kevon Looney you can depend on. But when you had Andrew Bogut, you had JaVale McGee, you had Barbosa, you had Spades. Like I said, those players were able to contribute more. Andre Iguodala was one of the most clutch players in that, like during those playoff series. He was clutch as hell. Clutch how? So then he went finals. Iguodala was shooting threes and scoring that in clutch moments. This man had Mass Kellerman. This man, this man had Mass Kellerman saying that he would choose him over Steph Curry. And Max Kellerman was the only nigga that said that ever. That's fine, but that's, that's what I'm saying. If that, a sports, that's literally a sports news. Somebody who who does that as his job for you to watch and look at him. Granted, that was like that was outrageous, but that was like that's how clutch Iguodala was for some people he to also see won him. Finals MVP. He was clutch. Yeah, like I said, you're not gonna give you an MVP just because that boy was clutch. But yeah, that is all I had for the sports segment. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week.